0: Hello, Majid, sir. I'm so happy to have you on the show.
1: Hello. It's a pleasure to be here.
0: I have been following you for a while, and I believe since most of the audience is a part of developer community, so they might know you as well. So, but for the sake of our new audience, who probably don't know you, so could you please introduce yourself?
1: Sure. Uh, My name is Majid and I'm based in Oslo, a Google developer expert, particularly for Flutter and Dart and a community leader for Flutter and Dart as well.
0: Awesome. So Flutter is on the rise and more and more people are migrating to Flutter. So we would love to know your story about what got you started with Flutter.
1: Yeah, it's a very good question. I I think it's uh, going back to maybe three years ago or around that so where flutter was in beta still and you know and uh, i was in a company that we've been trying to figure out which framework is good for our new you know development for ios and android and we've been looking for to be honest we've been looking for cross-platform frameworks like react native was of course our first choice at that time was popular and still is popular of course and uh, I was pointed to um, like play with different frameworks and figure out which one is better. And I started with native script, uh, Ionic, and React Native. And, you know, I played with them. And then um, I actually found Flutter, which was in beta and installed it on my machine. And you don't believe me, like in the first 10 minutes, I was just fell in love with Flutter, you know, because I worked with other ones and I knew that how sometimes hard is even to get that to work, like to set up the environment, like bring up an application, demo application and, you know, start uh, building your app and uh, then immediately like, okay, this is what I want, you know, and then when I actually wrote the first line of code and I see and I saw actually that the immediate change right away because of, hot, because of Hot Reload, you know, I said, you know, get rid of everything else. I'm just going to go back to office and talk to my colleague and say, you know, I found it. You know, I actually, I remember I shouted, I said, "Oreka, I found it. <laughs> this is it. This is what we want. And then that's, uh, that was the beginning of my journey with Flutter.
0: Awesome. Actually, this is the reason why more and more developers are choosing Flutter.
1: That's correct.
0: Yeah. So could you share your journey before getting into Flutter? Like what all you were doing? I have seen you You were also into React.js and Angular too.
1: Yes. Uh, well, I actually started my uh, professional career as a web developer. I've been uh, doing that for a while, like around 10 years. And... I've always been part of the web developers community, especially in the last uh, like five, six years. I've been mostly focused on the front end part. Like as you you saw, I've been very active in Angular community. I gave a lot of talk in React community and I was actually a community leader for Vue.js for a while in, in Oslo. So yeah I've been uh, and I I'm still active in, in web uh, communities as well but my my I actually started like uh, focusing more on one community at the moment and delivering more to Flutter community these days but before that yeah I've been uh, almost everywhere in, in uh, especially front end communities
0: Okay so according to you what would be the roadmap to learn flutter for a newbie
1: All right, so, well, I think three years ago, when I started, or four years ago, roughly, uh, however it is, what I started to do was, like, reading the documentation. At that time, keep in mind, there were not much information, not much uh, good content, and, you know, stuff like that. So these days, you can simply just found, Just go and search and find a lot of things on internet. But I think the best thing is to start with the getting started, you know, documentation on Flutter website, just go ahead. It's very simple, step-by-step, set it up and start to write some code immediately and see how it works. So to me, the best way to learn is to build. So by reading, watching, this helps. To grow and, and hone your skills, for sure, but it will not, at the end of the day, make you a very good developer. If you want to actually become a very good one, so you need to uh, keep your hands dirty with code, just write and build and try to have different side projects every time you're working with Flutter, for example, and do something with it. That's, that helps a lot.
0: Okay. So people, take your pen and paper out and take a note of it. Thanks. So according to you, what are the resources you would recommend to learn Flutter, who is just getting started?
1: Um, I would start with, uh, as I said, Flutter documentation. So it's pretty clear and very, very simple to read. Um, And then maybe the second source that I recommend is Flutter YouTube channel, where you can find a lot of different uh, videos from Boring Show, where you can go uh, deeper and, and learn more, and Widget of the Weeks, you can learn about the widgets, you know, and other things. So for sure, uh, these two sources are my main uh, priority when it comes to learning. However, there are a lot of good friends in the communities that they also produced uh, a lot of amazing content. Some of them are paid. Some of them are free. If you go on YouTube, you can find a lot of those good uh, uh, you know, content as well. So I'm not going to recommend any of those at the moment because I love all of them. If I say any name right now, I may uh, you know, miss uh, somebody's name or somebody's course name. So I don't want to do that. All of them are amazing and awesome. Please go ahead and, and check and find the one that is uh, probably resonate with you. It's simple to understand for you, uh, and just to stick on that, uh, and then go ahead and learn more with that particular, you know, source. That's my recommendation.
0: Okay, thank you for amazing resources you have shared with us. Thank you. And now let's move on to the next question. So you are currently a lead software engineer at Daria Norche. So could you share with us what is the role of lead software engineer?
1: Sure. Um, I am actually at the moment a, a software architect, uh, not an engineer anymore. I, I just uh, leveled up myself a little bit. Uh, but then the role here, um, this is mostly or mainly is around how to put all of those pieces of software together and then harmonize it in a way that you know developers can develop it and you know build it in a better way. Because when you are an architect, you have an overview of building everything and you know, you know, uh, how different components should work together, maybe different approaches for building a software and stuff like that. So this is mainly that I am doing. uh, Also, uh, you know. I also put my my foot uh, into the cloud uh, or not cloud let's say solution architect uh, role as well so I also do a couple of things around solution architecture um, you know things uh, for example using or architecting different cloud um, in a provider or architecture for the teams and things like that this is this is mainly what I do and Usually, what it means when it comes to a software architect or solution architect, uh, a level higher than software architect,
0: probably. Okay, thank you. This would have given people more clarity about it. So, according to you, what would be your advice to someone on how to get their first flutter job?
1: Uh, yeah, well, that's simple. I think uh, a few days ago. People can just go and check my Twitter. You don't need to follow me. Just check. And I had a post about jobs. And that was my experience a couple of years ago when I was looking for a job. I think in that post, it's a couple of uh, you know uh, tweets, uh, threads. So I actually mentioned that the only way that you can get a job is to be consistent and persistent and a couple of other things. What does that mean? That means... Go ahead and find the job on different sources, LinkedIn, Glassdoor, or wherever you can find the job and apply. Once you apply, okay, you go to interview for sure. You might get rejected or approved. If you're approved, you get a job. But if you don't get approved, learn from the process of the interview, right? Learn what you are lacking, what you don't know, and what you have uh, answered wrong. And you have to go and learn it. And then try after each uh, interview, try to improve yourself, try to learn what you didn't know. And once you know, uh, after a couple of these interviews, then eventually you become a better developer because you know more and then you go to interview with more confidence. So hopefully you will get a job. Do not get disappointed. Never give up. That's very important. One, two, three job rejection. It's nothing. Just aim for more than 50, which I did. And you will get a job. I promise.
0: Awesome. These are really very realistic advices. And that's a very fast way to learn too. Sure. So when someone prepares for a job, they also have to prepare for their job interview. So what would be your advice to someone who is preparing for a job interview? Means how to crack it.
1: Yeah, well, that really depends on which, I think, company you are trying to apply, if you are trying to apply in like big companies, Google, uh, Amazon, Facebook, or etc., you have different probably strategy to learn and prepare yourself compared to uh, like smaller companies, perhaps. But all in all, what I can say is that you probably need to focus on two different areas. First one is of course the skills, like your skills, the core skills, if you're applying for Flutter. Of course, you need to know as much as possible about Flutter. And the only way that you can actually learn more about Flutter is not just by reading, it's just by creating, as I said. So take your time before applying. If you're not confident, try to learn more, uh, create more. And once you're confident that you know a lot of things, then go and apply. And second thing for the job or preparing the job interview is not actually about the technical skills. It's about your soft skills. It's about your negotiation skills. It's about your speaking, how you can ask questions and things like that. Because sometimes, or not many times actually, uh, I've been interviewee and also I gave interviews a lot, right? So sometimes uh technical skills might be moderate, but if you have a very good skill to communicate, then you might get the job because they see that they can see that you are a good fit for the company cultures, for example. So also focus on this part, not just only technical part. Although technical part is probably most important things for a developer, but it's not the only things I believe. So try to focus or not focus, just learn a little bit about soft skill, how you can negotiate, how we can uh, make someone impressed about yourself. or ask good questions. And, you know, things like that. Also, very important before you go to interview, learn about the company that you are trying to go and give an interview to do not just blindly apply and go to the company without knowing who or is going to talk to you or which company is this company so these are very important things
0: and in also in one of your tweet you mentioned about the importance of job interview tracking so according to you what is the concept behind this
1: sure uh, this is back to my experience for 6 years ago in one of those tweets that i mentioned i applied for there is a story behind it. I'm not going to mention it right now. People will go and read on my tweet for sure. But the short story is that I applied for over around 100 jobs and within a year and a half, and then I got around 50 answers. So I had to keep track of these jobs. You know, sometimes I faced the company twice or three times. So when I looked at my job, I look at oh I I already applied this this job you know so and they never answered me so I I don't have to apply again. So that was the reason of building this uh, sheet for tracking my you know job. So I also uh, share it uh, across my social media so people can just clone this sheet and use it as a template for their a uh, job tracking it gives you a very good indication also how many jobs you applied what was your weaknesses what was your strengths um and how you can improve and you know and be prepared for the next interview i i believe uh, at least it helps uh, it helped me and i hope it helps you uh, if you are going to apply for many jobs
0: yeah So I'll make sure to put all your social handles in the description so people can check it out because that's very useful.
1: That would be fantastic. Thank you very much.
0: So we know that you have contributed so much to the Flutter community and you are also a Flutter community leader. So could you explain a little bit about what does it mean to become a community leader?
1: Yeah, well, I think everyone in the community can become a community leader if they become very active in the community. So... Um, that's my personal opinion, by the way, so, I mean, the point here is that don't think that, uh, this title means that, oh, okay, so he's a leader. Probably there is no other position. No, it's not like that. So you can simply become a leader. If you are going to be active, if you produce content, if you, if you, uh, organize a conference meetups, or if you meet with people, different events, hackathon things. Everything, everything that a community member, all the community members can benefit from what you're doing makes you a community leader. And that means community leader. And the reason that I'm calling myself a community leader for Flutter is that I do a lot of free uh, content and free uh, event organizing for everyone. Right. And I'm very active in the community. I'm trying to be active every day, try to come up with some idea, do something for the community. Whether it's content, whether it's um, video or events, or even a simple interview like this one. So, I mean, these are all makes uh, you, not only me, also a a community leader, try to be active. I'm I'm sure uh, everyone in the community will welcome you when you start producing or giving away uh, to the community. I guarantee
0: Okay, that was amazing to know. So what was your story behind becoming a Google Developer Expert
1: for Flutter and that? That's also a very nice question. I like this question because I many people ask me this question. How did you become Flutter or Google Developer Expert? And the first thing I have to say is that do not think about GDE or Google Developer Expert. That was the first thing I had in my head. Uh, true story is that Four or five years ago, when I was uh, actively working in the community, different communities, not Flutter, I actually was looking for this title. And I was doing some stuff towards becoming a Flutter G- uh, not Flutter GD, just a GD. At that time, I was looking for a Web GD. And uh, like soon I realized, you know, becoming a GDE, it's not something that you should try to achieve. It's something that it will come to you if you clear your mindset. What does that mean? It means that you should not think that I will write this blog. I will do this event. I will make this video because I want to become a GD. No, that's a wrong approach. You will do all of this because you love to do all of this. That's the way you need to approach. And then once you do that because you're passionate about what you're doing then slowly the community will hug you they will embarrass you and say hey this is the person that we want he's giving away or she is giving away a lot of things to the community and then eventually one of those people in the gde program they approach you and say hey do you want to become a gde and that actually happens to me when nilai told me you want to become a gda i was I didn't think about becoming a GDE at all, whatsoever. So this, this should be your approach, I believe. So just give away without thinking about becoming a GDE and it will eventually come to you. I, I, I guarantee again, it happens to me, it happened to me and it will happen to you for sure. Okay.
0: Thank you so much for sharing your experience. No problem. So you're
1: also a media developer expert too so what is a media developer expert program all about sure all of these uh, titles like gde mde us ambassador like uh, all the other things that i'm carrying with myself it just means i'm part of another community uh media developer expert is another community um title by cloudinary which they are building a community for Um, for themselves as well as for web and and also a a couple of new concepts around the media as well as Jamstack. I'm not sure if anyone in this show will understand Jamstack, but Jamstack technically means uh, uh, a simple uh, way to generate websites with a simple, for example, web technology like HTML, JavaScript, and CSS, and Markup. So... So I'm also part of that community because I also contribute quite a lot uh, in that community. Although recently I'm mm, contributing to the community, to that community, mostly around Flutter, try to move the idea, all the ideas in this community for the Flutter as well.
0: So those who don't know, Majid sir is also on YouTube and there he puts a lot of amazing Flutter content too. So I will make sure to put the link in the description so you can make sure to subscribe it.
1: Thank you very much. Uh, I would be happy to be in contact or in touch with uh, everyone, all of your audience. It's a pleasure for sure.
0: So you started a series known as Flutter Sunday Soap. So what was your idea and inspiration behind the starting Flutter Sunday Soap?
1: Yeah, well, the Flutter Sunday Soap season one was ended, but and the new season is coming. Uh, I'm going to actually rename it to something else. It's a secret you'll, uh, you'll see soon but the idea behind it was like we didn't have any content to talk about the last 7 days of the week uh, related to flutter and dart so my idea was to go and review what has happened to flutter so what kind of prs were merged what are we expecting this week for example or uh what it was the topest content uh, in in the community like different sources and why it was very popular, what was the most uh, visited like tweet, and who has uh, posted that, And maybe a new package is coming, and I was talking everything that has happened in the last seven days. I was talking about it um, in that uh, show, And uh, I ended the show uh, two weeks ago, and I will have a new season which is coming with better structure uh, content, uh, hopefully from next week or a week after. So that was the idea behind Flutter Sunday show or the new name which is coming.
0: I will be waiting eagerly for that. Thank you. And you have also recently started Flutter Originals. So what is the aim of starting Flutter Originals and what's your vision?
1: Sure. Uh the Flutter Original idea was uh, came to my head like yeah it came to my, my my head like maybe a month or two months ago where I was looking for some um, libraries documentation and I was thinking like, okay, why wouldn't we hear about this package from the author of the package? If if they explain what they have done, it's way easier to, it's not easier, but at least it's original, right? You You are listening to the people who are, creating those packages. And actually I did. So, and I started to contacting a couple of authors and authors, different authors, like from uh, articles or maybe packages. And I said, Hey, I have this idea. And I think for this package, no one can explain better than you, what you have done and what is your plan and how we can integrate this package with Flutter and what is tips and tricks that you know, and no one knows. And you haven't even written in the documentation. So and they agreed and they were so kind to agree uh, uh agree to my invitation and then we had this you know uh show started and the first uh, episode is out and I already recorded five more episodes and the new uh episode is also uh coming for uh, recording so I just need to take some time to edit these uh, you know uh, videos and get them out. You know, editing takes so much time. I believe you know at least <laughs> you are making <Yeah>. this video.
0: <laughs> awesome, and it is going to be much more useful to learn directly from the author of the package on how to use that specific package. So we are looking forward for more on the series.
1: Thank you. We'll see how it goes.
0: So Flutter is famous for its community. So what communities means to you, and how it helps individuals to grow.
1: Uh, community is everything for me, actually. So I, uh, maybe f- around five years ago, I found myself uh, lonely without being involved in the community. And from that point, I made a lot of good friends. I, you don't believe me how many friends I have around the world by just being in these community different communities. I visited different uh, amazing folks uh, in conferences and events, and recently after COVID online, you know. So we made a kind of we have made a friendship, a relationship without sometimes seeing each other, and you don't believe me, sometimes you need help and you just, let's say, post a tweet and you you know your friends are following you and then suddenly a huge crowd of the community come and helps you. And this is so much valuable for me. So I cannot uh, think of myself without these communities uh, or being, uh, without not being involved in the communities. So to me, community is everything. And that also helps, helped me to grow, you know, you know, if you, uh, eventually when you are helping someone, they will help you back. And, you know, you don't ask for help for sure, but then it comes automatically, you know, it's like some kind of unwritten rule. So I help you and someone else help me, you know, and this networking and and community uh, involvement is so precious. I strongly recommend to to, everyone is part of this community for sure. But I mean, become more active, make some more friends and, you know, be more involved. You will, you will see the results eventually.
0: Actually, I can totally relate to you because when I was also learning means web development, that time I wasn't knowing much about community. So I was pretty feeling like lonely, like I was just learning in my computer because there were no friends or nothing like. So in this way, we are growing much slower than the comparison of when I came into Flutter community. And I heard about that Flutter community is so much popular of these things.
1: You are absolutely correct.
0: So people who don't know much about communities like GDG and DevFest, so can you explain what are GDGs, means, Google Developer Group, and what is DevFest?
1: Sure. I mean, maybe the first question comes to, after the previous question comes to head is that how can I become a part of a community? I mean, I told the, I told you that uh, while well, you are already a member of community if you are watching this video, if you are on Twitter, if you are on LinkedIn or other you know places, but uh, to find local communities, the best place is to start with uh, is uh, finding meetups, local meetups. You know, meetups.com is probably a good place to start with, or GDGs also a part of uh, these meetups. You can find these different GDGs and GDGs or Google developer groups are uh, small groups in different parts of the world, usually local groups, uh, so you can be part of it and uh, go and and attend their events, meetup, or maybe you can even give some speech and, you know, Presentation and you know become a speaker uh, inside those committee. I'm I'm sure many of the uh, you know these GDG organizers are welcome you uh, welcoming you f- to become uh, like uh, speaker and you know part of these events. So and and Fest is uh, a conference which is uh, organized by these GDGs. Usually, a couple of gDG in the one country or a different you know area they get together uh, the organizer and they decide to do a conference like a yearly conference so and that 's the name of that conference where the gdgs are are uh, holding is deaf fest so technically this is uh, what we call it you know Devfest. fest and usually the uh, the season around uh, uh, these uh, conferences or DevFest are from end of September to early November. Like October is a very uh, high season for DevFest. You may see DevFest in other months as well, but this is the month usually you know you see most of the DevFest conferences. The best place for you and everyone who is watching this video to uh, participate because mostly DevFest are free or very low cost, and also become an active member of that community. So DAFES is local. You can go, speak, you know, present. Start from there, which is uh, which is locally uh, located where you are living, and it's much easier to approach. So I strongly recommend to start uh, uh, knowing who are those gdg's organizer find your gdg crews become a member and become a part of the fest and actively contribute
0: and people who don't know about flutter viking's conference which is just awesome so could you please share a bit about
1: it yes flutter viking is the best conference for the flutter that's it so there is no conference no i'm just kidding <laughs> but uh for sure flutter viking is one of the best conferences which is um we organized it uh, last year uh, due to COVID online. And that was uh, the idea behind it is to have the communities in the Nordic countries like Sweden, Finland, Norway, Denmark, and uh, Iceland. But uh, last year we did it globally and it was uh, very well uh, welcomed by everyone in the community and everyone, including you who are watching. Probably you've been part of the Flutter Viking as well. And uh, uh, this year will come again. Uh, Flutter working will come. The time, I cannot actually say anything right now because I'm working on that, but hopefully will come uh, as an in-person conference or maybe a hybrid uh, version, like uh, partly in uh, in person and also broadcasting over internet for uh, everyone else. But stay tuned, uh, there are lots of good things I'm working right now for Flutter Vikings, which I'm not able to re- uh, reveal right now. But I, I guarantee this year, uh, or the next uh, version of Flutter Viking will be a little bit different uh, different in terms of uh, seeing maybe an online or in-person conference. Uh, stay tuned and uh, keep in touch. So let's see what we can do together.
0: Awesome. And even I have joined Flutter Viking conference and I have got to learn so much from it.
1: That's very good. Yeah, sure.
0: So you have also published a book and a course on PWA. So how would you explain to a newbie like what is PWA, progressive web app?
1: Sure. Uh, yeah. Before, actually, uh, like I said, I was part of the web community a lot. right? And uh, in the last five, six years, there is a new term. um coming around and uh, new capabilities to the browser, which helps you to create different type of web. And that's what we call it Progressive Web Apps. And what it means, actually it means that a type of app, a web application, which can resonate um, native application. When we're talking about native application, we're talking about like loading that from home screen, right? Installing from App Store, And opening up in the home screen, maybe working completely offline. If you don't have internet, it should work. It's fast, reliable, you know, and it's also secure. These are actually the three main characteristics of PWA as well. So you're leveraging uh, browsers, new uh, features such as uh, let's say, uh, service workers or new APIs in the browser to get access to the hardware and other part of the system. So, and then build your web application in a way that can work even offline or can even be installed on some, uh, you know, desktop uh, or, you know, screens. And then you can uh, open it up without seeing a browser. Like it should uh, look like a native application. This is actually what we say. Progressive web app. Okay.
0: Thank you. That was a very great explanation.
1: You're welcome.
0: So what would be your one piece of advice to someone pursuing Twitter?
1: Um, All right. So that's a good question. What I do myself is every day I, I, just simply follow everything related to Flutter. I I made some lists where I should follow, you know, read articles, follow uh, like active members and uh, awesome people like you who are creating content, for example, and checking out, you know, uh, Flutter every day, like literally every day I'm reading, even though sometimes I don't do any Flutter in my daily basis. Because uh, I'm, you know, mostly these days I'm architecting, uh, architecting or checking things uh, from like top and stuff like that. But it's still every day I follow these contents and I follow my uh, side projects. I do have side projects. I do have packages for Flutter and Dart. And every day after my working hour, when I have a spare time, I'm just sitting and following those, you know, side project, which is built by Flutter. So if you really want to become or pursuing your Flutter skills, you really have to get yourself involved with Flutter. Just drone yourself to the Flutter news articles and build, like I said, uh, something. Try to keep your side project alive, code every day. Even though you're not doing Flutter right now, You you can keep your site project alive and just do something with that all in all the point is that you need to stay with the technology and and keep yourself up to date every day because the speed of change is quite fast if you leave it now and come back six months later you might not you might uh, get so outdated so you should uh, you should uh, stay with the technology if you really want to hone your skill and become like a Flutter developer for years. So definitely you should uh, follow everything around this technology every day, like I said. And one again, one more thing. I told you uh, maybe a hundred times in this interview, having like a side project, having a hobby project, building, creating different things It is absolutely important. Writing about your experience, like write what you have learned and share it. Doesn't matter if it's small or long, just write and share or make video or do whatever you can. And that helps you to also become or pursue your Flutter skills way and become a, a Flutter developer way better.
0: Thank you so much for your great advice and came to the last part of the talk and I really want to thank you for coming and enriching the show with your valuable experience and knowledge. So thank you so much for coming on the show.
1: Thank you very much for inviting me and I hope that I could share some experience uh, and hope uh, I could help someone who is watching this show. Again, thank you very much for inviting me.
0: Thank you so much everyone for sticking with us till the end. important topic that could be valuable and serve as an asset for you so if you find this video helpful then make sure to share it with all your tag friends and do hit that like button it really motivates me to make much more quality content for you and if you have any doubts, suggestions or feedback then make sure to put it in the comments below and if you haven't subscribed till now then make sure to hit the subscribe button because I'm going to come up with amazing content on this channel And also another amazing episode is coming on the next Monday, so stay tuned. So now I will see you in the next episode. Till then, keep learning, keep growing. Thank you.